yellow. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. We're being demure. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Happy Galentine's Day, everyone. Happy Galentine's. Happy Valentine's. Happy Punchki Day for happy, those who celebrate. Happy Ash Wednesday. <laughs> happy Ash Wednesday. I hope you all thought about what you're giving up this Lent. I have a lot of thinking to do. I had so many things earlier in the year that I was giving up for Lent, and now I can't recall a single one. Yeah, Rachel's had this bit for months now where she just goes, I'm giving that up for Lent. And we're like, okay, so it's November. Yeah. Lent's not happening, babe. Lent is a state of mind. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I'm not, I'm giving up hmm, working for Lent. I don't. Know that it's you a sacrifice. Do... I don't know that you can do that. It's a sacrifice. I'm gonna give up not serving. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I only will be serving for Lent. <laughs> it's you waitressing. No. no. <laughs> so I, every time someone says serving, that is what comes to mind. Like I know what it means. With but... like the tray. Yeah. <laughs> like serving. <laughs> That's what I think of. You know. You know. Maybe I will. No, I won't. Punchki. Punchki. What is your favorite punchki flavor? Anything. That did not answer the question at any, all. Any, I will eat any, a punchki is a donut. I will eat it if it's in front of me. Okay. They have a bunch of vegan punchki places in Detroit. Well, not, okay. There's a few bakeries that do vegan punchkis <laughs> in Detroit. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Awesome. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Part of my stuff. serve, you know? Part of the serve, you serving punchkis on a platter. Yeah. Yeah. Or Fat Tuesday. Don't look It's punchki day. Yeah. Just have your like, big old jelly-filled donut. Are they all jelly-filled? No. Okay, thank God. No. I, I'll be honest, I don't like a jelly-filled I don't donut. like jelly-filled. I think the ones I got were apple on food, Oh. Which... I got them because they had like a glaze, uh-huh. and I the powder ones I know are like usually like a like a, a strawberry a jam, jam type yeah. thing, and I'm not I'm not big into that. Okay, and they had some like custard ones, but I was like I just I don't know. Apple sounds really fucking yeah, good, so I think it'll be good. Apple apple any like an apple fritter would hit so hard right now. Yeah, Ooh. sounds good. Can I, Can I pick any donut for Punchki Day? I know it's not a punchki. Nar, you what? can't. It has to be a punchki. Why? Which means it just has to be a filled donut. <laughs> That's it. What if I put frosting in an apple fritter? <laughs> I mean, if you want to get a donut on punchki day, be my guest. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, things are getting spicy in the Hunger Games. I don't know if we all remember, but Rue just died. Rue died, and we learned about a rule change. Uh-huh. The big man in the sky <laughs> so that two people can survive. He said, womp, 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 rule change. <laughs> rule change. Womp, womp, and now Kenneth goes, I need to find PETA. I don't know if he likes me or wants me dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl. I can't wait to see PETA again. I know. I can't wait. I'm so I actually can't wait because the way we find Pete is really silly. I know. So I'm really excited. I know. I'm really excited. I'm picturing it in my mind. <laughs> uh, so, shall we, uh, let's, shall we jump I, in? Yes. Yes. Part three, the victor. 
Chapter 19. I clap my hands over my mouth, but the sound has already escaped. The sky goes black and I hear a chorus of frogs begin to sing. Stupid, I tell myself. What a stupid thing to do. I wait frozen for the woods to come alive with assailants. Then I remember there's almost no one left. Peta, who's been wounded, is now my ally. Whatever doubts I've had about him dissipate. <laughs> Legalize it. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> That's the doubts. <laughs> <laughs> because if either of us took the other's life, now we'd be pariahs when we return to District 12. In fact, I know if I was watching, I'd loathe any tribute who didn't immediately ally with their district partner. Besides, it just makes sense to protect each other. And in my case, being one of the star-crossed lovers from District 12, it's an absolute requirement if I want more help from my sympathetic sponsors. The star-crossed lovers, PETA, must have been playing that angle all along. Why else would the game makers have made this unprecedented change in the rules? For two tributes to have a shot at winning, our romance must be so popular with the audience that condemning it would jeopardize the success of the games. No thanks to me. All I've done is manage not to kill PETA, but whatever he's done in the arena, he must have had the audience convinced it was to keep me alive. Shaking his head to keep me from running to the cornucopia. <laughs> fighting Kato to let me escape. Even hooking up with the hooking up <laughs> like, even hooking up with the careers oh, must have been a move to protect me Peter's been seducing them at night <laughs> that's the thing the careers are weird they get close to Katniss and he's like hey guys they can't televise it <laughs> they're like whoa 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 there's actually an x-rated version that you can pay for premium yeah. uh, subscribe to our patreon yes <laughs> Peta, it turns out, has never been a danger to me. The thought makes me smile. I drop my hands and hold my face up to the moonlight so the cameras can make sure to catch it. Wait, hold, like, oh! <laughs> oh, okay, more demure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Nobody could see that, but imagine, imagine me looking up at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so who is there left to be afraid of? Foxface? The boy tribute from her district is dead. She's operating alone at night, and her strategy has been to evade, not attack. Okay, but sorry, Foxface is giving crazy. Yeah, Foxface is wild. I forgot she makes it this far. Mm-hmm. But, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I don't really think that even if she heard my voice, she'd do anything but hope someone else would kill me. Then there's Thresh. All right, he's a district threat. Nope. God. He's a district threat. Don't <laughs> let Thresh get out of this arena. He's going to make things crazy. <laughs> All right. He's a distinct threat. Yeah. But I haven't seen him not once since the games began. I think about how Foxface grew alarmed when she heard a sound at the site of the explosion. But she didn't turn to the woods. She turned to whatever lies across from it. To that area of the arena that drops in, off into I don't know what. I feel almost certain that the person she ran from was Thresh and that is his domain. No, they put the arena at the edge of the earth. Yeah, actually, that's me. Me reading this when I couldn't comprehend it. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. He'd never have heard me from there, and even if he did, I'm up too high for someone his size to reach. So that leaves Kato and the girl from District 2, who are now surely celebrating the new rule. They're the only ones left who benefit from it besides Peta and myself. Do I run from them now on the chance that they heard me call Peta's name? No, I think let them come. Let them come with their night vision glasses and their heavy branch-breaking bodies. Whoa! Whoa. That is such a not... That was aggressive. Their branch-breaking bodies? They got that BBB. I I would cry. Kenya said I had a branch-breaking body. You were... It's like a... 
I could imagine that becoming some sort of like compliment. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, hey, you got that BBB, that branch breaking body. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I could see that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I get it. I get it. Maybe Katniss didn't mean it that way. No, but... she's she's mean. <laughs> she's in survival mode. She's she's starving. in fight mode. <laughs> yeah. Right into the range of my arrows, but I know they won't. If they didn't come in daylight to my fire, they won't risk what could be another trap at night. When they come, it will be on their own terms, not because I've let them know my whereabouts. Stay put and get some sleep, Katniss. I instruct myself, although I wish I could start tracking Peta now. Tomorrow, you'll find him. I do sleep, but in the morning I'm extra cautious, thinking that while the careers might hesitate to attack me in a tree, they're completely capable of setting an ambush for me, and make sure to fully prepare myself for the day, eating a big breakfast, securing my bag, readying my weapons before I descend. But all seems peaceful and undisturbed on the ground. I love how she says, eat a big breakfast. I'm like, what, do you have two crackers? <laughs> she had grusling. That was sludge. <laughs> <laughs> Today I'll have to be scrupulously careful. The careers will know I'm trying to locate Peta. They may well want to wait until I do before they move in. If he's as badly wounded as Kato thinks, I'd be in the position of having to defend us both without any assistance. But if he's that incapacitated, how has he managed to stay alive? And how on earth will I find him? I try to think of anything Peta ever said to me that might give me an indication as to where he's hiding out, but nothing rings a bell. So I go back to the last moment I saw him sparkling in the sunlight, yelling at me to run. Then Cato appeared, his sword drawn, and after I was gone, he wounded Peta. But how did Peta get away? Maybe he'd held out better against the Tracker Jack or Poison than Cato. Maybe that was the variable that allowed him to escape, but he'd been stung too. So how far could he have gotten, stabbed and filled with venom? And how has he stayed alive all these days since? This is giving Twilight. Stabbed and filled with venom. It is. You're yeah, so right. It is, yeah. <laughs> if the wound and the stingers haven't killed him, surely thirst would have Bella, taken him Bella's, by now. Bella's pregnancy be like... Stop. Literally. Just wounded and full of venom. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I'm sorry, I interrupted. That's <laughs> no, okay. Uh, and that's when I get my first clue to his whereabouts. He couldn't have survived without water. I know that from my first few days here. He must be hidden somewhere near a source. There's a lake, but I find that an island lake... I do hear me <laughs> That's not in German. I can't talk. Einen. <laughs> but I find that an unlikely option since it's so close to the career's base camp. A few spring-fed pools... But you'll really be a sitting duck at one of those. And the stream, the one that leads from the Camp and I made all the way down near the lake and beyond. If he stuck to the stream, he could change his location and always be near water. He could walk in the current and erase any tracks. He might even be able to get a fish or two. Well, it's a place to start anyway. <laughs> I love how she's like, this is it. And then she's like, uh. <laughs> I get it. She's like, 100% this is what we're doing. She's got that imposter syndrome. <laughs> we respect it. I I have no idea how I would find a person in this two-day diameter arena. No huh? idea. No idea. Huh? Water. Oh. It's always water. But the answer is always water. Water. To confuse my enemies' minds, I start a fire with plenty of green wood. Even if they think it's a ruse, I hope they'll decide I'm hidden somewhere near it, when in reality, I'll be tracking PETA. The sun burns off the morning haze almost immediately, and I can tell the day will be hotter than usual. Today. She said it's going to be hotter than usual, because I'm going to find PETA. When it's 60 degrees in yeah. February. Yeah. Our windows are open, so... <laughs> 
The water's cool and pleasant on my bare feet as I head downstream. I'm tempted to call out Peta's name as I go, but decide against it. I'll have to find him with my eyes and one good ear, or he will have to find me. But he'll know I'll be looking, right? He won't have so low of an opinion of me as to think I'd ignore the new rule and keep to myself. Would he? He's very hard to predict, which might be interesting under different circumstances, but at the moment only provides an extra obstacle. It's wild to think I speak English right now. Because I'm not doing well. I just, I love her being, like, in different circumstances. I'm like, are you saying you'd be, like, mysterious and sexy, yeah. but now you're annoyed? Because you're like, where is oh, he? Because we're going to die. <laughs> Hot mysterious boy is making you angry because you're in, about to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so relatable. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that all the time. <laughs> It doesn't take long to reach a spot where I peeled off to go to the careers camp. There's been no sign of PETA, but this doesn't surprise me. I've been up and down this stretch three times since the Tracker Jacker incident. If he were nearby, surely I'd have some suspicion of it. The stream begins to curve to the left into a part of the woods that's new to me. Muddy banks covered in tangled water plants lead to large (laughs) rocks that increase in size until I begin to feel somewhat trapped. It would be no small matter to escape the stream now, fighting off Kato or Thrush as I climbed over this rocky terrain. In fact, I've just about decided I'm on the wrong track entirely, that a wounded boy would be unable to navigate getting to and from this water source when I see the bloody streak going down the curve of the boulder. It's long dry now, but the smeary lines running side to side suggest someone who perhaps is not fully in control of his mental faculties. Oh my gosh. That's not a hard word. I feel like I'm playing Wordle. Yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks. I-, I didn't play Connections today. This is why my brain's not working. Oh, okay. We'll have to do that while watching the bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who perhaps is not fully in control of his mental faculties tried to wipe away. Hugging the rocks. <laughs> She's hugging the rocks. Hugging <laughs> She's the rocks. Just <laughs> love rocks. She's trying to find comfort anywhere she can. <laughs> She's like, the rocks never hug back. <laughs> I move slowly in the direction of the blood searching for him. I find a few more blood stains, one with a few threads of fabric glued to it, but no sign of life. I break down and say his name in a hushed tone. Peter. Peter. Then I'm oh, Peter. <laughs> Peter bird. Then a mockingjay lands on a scruffy tree and begins to mimic my tone, so I stop. I give up and climb back down to the stream, thinking, he must have moved on, somewhere further down. My foot has just broken the surface of the water when I hear a voice. You here to finish me off, sweetheart? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in my mind, I didn't remember exactly how this went. In my mind, she steps on him and he goes, oh. (laughs) I like that better. Ah. I do like the voice I gave him, because that's, like, the least PETA voice I could do. Wait, you know, I agree. I I think you'll do better in the future. This is your performance review. (laughs) Oh, no, no, my second one of the day. Um, Earlier, when I was walking in the park, Mm -hmm. there was a man with, like, a four-month-old puppy wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right. The dog starts barking as soon as I walk by, and he goes, calm down, sweetheart, to the the dog. And I was like, hello? Hello, Hello, sir? Hi, sir. (laughs) What is he doing up here? And then he hit me with the, like, oh, sorry. She's only four months old. And I was like, (laughs) He said, yeah! (laughs) Yay! I whip around. It's come from the left, so I can't pick it up very well. And the voice was hoarse and weak. Still, it must have been PETA. Who else in the arena would call me sweetheart? I feel like like Kato, Kato, not Kato. I feel like Kato would call her sweetheart. He would. In a very condescending way. Yeah. Yeah, Hamish is there. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> He's drunk. He's like, I'm here for the track meet. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a little late, but... <laughs> a little late, but yeah. I made it. No, Kato would definitely be like, 
sweet cheeks. (laughs) Okay, Sandy. (laughs) My eyes peruse the bank, but there's nothing. Just mud, the plants, and the base of the rocks. (laughs) Peter, I whisper, where are you? There's no answer. Can I just have imagined it? No, I'm certain it was real. Very close at hand, too. She's like, I wouldn't call myself sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, am I calling myself Penny? Are we at that stage? (laughs) Peta. I creep along the bank. Well, don't step on me. (laughs) I jump back. His voice was right under my feet. Still, there's nothing. Then his eyes open, unmistakably blue in the brown mud and green leaves. Not Miley Cyrusing while she's standing on his body. He's Miley Cyrusing in the mud. <laughs> Mudly Cyrusing. I gasp and am rewarded with a hint of white teeth as he laughs. That's so scary. <laughs> I'm scared. It's the final word in sabotage. Nope, that's not the word. It's, <laughs> it's the final word in sabotage. Those teeth. <laughs> it's the final word in camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> it a really hard time. Forget chucking weights around. Peta should have gone into his private session with the game makers and painted himself into a tree or a boulder or a muddy bank full of weeds. Close your eyes again, I order. He does, in his mouth too, and completely disappears. Most of what I judge to be his body is actually under a layer of mud and plants. His face and arms are so artfully disguised as to be invisible. I kneel beside him. I guess all those hours decorating cakes paid off. <laughs> Peter smiles. Yes, frosting, the final defense of the dying. <laughs> he ate with that. <laughs> You're not going to die, I tell him firmly. Says who? His voice is so ragged. Oh, I, I gotta work on that. Says me. We're on the same team now, you know, I tell him. His eyes open. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> I smoked 20 packs between the last so, sentence. <laughs> I heard. I see to find what's left of me. He that was like really good. SpongeBob when he has no water <laughs> and can Sandy's thing. <laughs> yeah. I pull out my water bottle and give him a drink. Speaking Did, of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did Kato cut your leg? Nope. Did Kato cut you up? Nope. Did, <laughs> I thought, I thought you, you were reading and I was like, did Kato cut your leg? And he goes, nope. No. Nope, it's me. Did Kato cut you? I, I'm just adding words into sentences. Like, that's what's happening. My brain is making its own sentences. You're hallucinating. I feel like it. <laughs> Left leg, up high, he answers. Let's get you in the stream. Wash you off so I can see what kind of wounds you've got, I say. Lean down a minute first, he says. Need to tell you something. <laughs> I lean over and put my good ear to his lips, which tickle as he whispers. Remember, we're madly in love, so it's all right to kiss me anytime you feel like it. Hey! Not him having Riz with a near fatal injury. He has so much Riz. That's why he's so charismatic. (laughs) I jerk my head back, but end up laughing. (laughs) Thanks, I'll keep it in mind. At least he's still able to joke around, but when I start to help him into the stream, all the levity disappears. It's only two feet away. How hard can it be? Very hard when I realize he's unable to move an inch on his own. He's so weak that the best he can do is not resist. I try to drag him, but despite the fact that I know he's doing all he can to keep quiet, sharp cries of pain escape him. Oh, no! (laughs) The mud and plants seem to have imprisoned him, and I finally have to give a gigantic tug 
to break him from their clutches. He's still two feet from the water, lying there, teeth gritted, tears cutting trail. Nope, tears cutting trails in the dirt on his face. Tears, tears. Yeah, you have it. Cutting trails in the dirt on his face. Look, Peta, I'm going to roll you into the stream. It's very <laughs> shallow here, okay? <laughs> He's rolling him like a like a bowling ball. She's pushing him with her foot. <laughs> Excellent, he says. What a weird response, but okay. <laughs> what else is he going to say? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> he says, excellent. Excellent. I crouch down beside him. No matter what happens, I tell myself I don't stop until he's in the water. On three, I say, one, two, three. I can only manage one full roll before I can stop because of the horrible sound he's making. Now he's on the edge of the stream. Maybe this is better anyway. <laughs> yeah, Kato's about to show up. Like, for real. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's screaming. <laughs> Okay, change of plans. I'm not going to put you all the way in, I tell him. Besides, if I get him in, who knows if I'll ever be able to get him out. No more rolling, he asks? That's all done. Let's get you cleaned up. Keep an eye out on the woods for me, okay? I say, it's hard to know where to start. He's so caked with mud and matted leaves, I can't caked. even see his clothes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> he's so caked. If he's... I can't even move him. He's so caked. <laughs> she said, I can't even see his clothes if he's even wearing clothes. <laughs> The thought makes me hesitate a moment, but then I plunge in. Naked bodies are no big deal in the arena, right? I love that she's like, does he have clothes under the mud? <laughs> you wash him off and you're like, is that your dick, dog? You're like, hello? He's like, yeah, Kato cut my pants off <laughs> with a sword. Kato cut my leg and my pants <laughs> off and then ran away, but didn't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got two water bottles and Rue's water skin. I Water skin? Yeah. What is that? Water. Like a like a sack full of water. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, Usually made out of, like, oh, leather right. or something. Right, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah. cool. I prop them against rocks in the stream so that two are always filling while I pour the third over Peta's body. It takes a while, but I finally get rid of enough mud to find his clothes. I gently unzip his jacket, unbutton his shirt, and ease them off him. This man definitely has trench foot. <laughs> yeah. He's, been He's wet got trench thighs. Yeah, his body is disgusting. Trench arm, trench foot. Trench butt? Yeah. His under- You've heard of swamp ass. <laughs> You're here for trench butt. Trench butt. Ew. Oh, I can see it. Huh? Huh? I can see it. I'm sorry. Huh? Yeah. His undershirt is so plastered into his wounds, I have to cut it away with my knife and drench him again to uh. work it loose. That is a crazy imagery. Uh-uh. That's crazy imagery uh-uh. right there. In my mind, his shirt is like still white somehow. Like his <laughs> white undershirt. He's caked in mud. <laughs> he's caked. He's caked. And he's in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's badly bruised with a long burn across his chest and four Tracker Jacker stings if you count the one under his ear. But Listen, I, I would want to pop a Tracker Jacker sting. The way they're talking about it being like raised. Yeah. I'd oh, want to pop, pop it. When you said pop it, I meant like take like a pill. Oh. I was like, you want a tracker tracker sting? No. Because I no. don't. I no, don't. I just I just know it's full of pus. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> God, and it deflates probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I feel a bit better. This much I can fix. I decided to take care of his upper body first to alleviate some pain before I tackle whatever damage Kato did to his leg. Since treating his wounds seemed pointless when he's lying in what's becoming a mud pile, I manage to prop him up against a boulder. He sits there uncomplaining while I wash away all the traces of dirt from his hair and skin. His flesh is very pale in the sunlight and he no longer looks strong and stocky. Did you say that he is pale white and ice cold? Yeah. Interesting. And caked up. And Miley Cyrusing. (laughs) He's got a lot going for him. He's got a lot. None of it's good. (laughs) 
Um, I have to dig the stingers out of the tracky jacker lumps, which lumps, lumps, which causes him to wince. But the minute I apply the leaves, he sighs in relief. While he dries in the sun, <laughs> he's laying out. I wash his filthy shirt and jacket and spread them over boulders. The amount of times I've said boulders mm-hmm. has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Then I apply the burn cream to his chest. This is when I notice how hot his skin is becoming. The layer of mud and the bottles of water have disguised the fact that he's burning with fever. I dig through the first aid kit I got from the boy from District 1 and find pills that reduce your temperature. My mother actually breaks them down and buys these on occasion when her home remedies fail. Swallow these, I tell him, and he obediently takes the medicine. You must be hungry. Not really. It's funny. I haven't been hungry for days, says Peta. In fact, when I offer him grusling, he wrinkles his nose as it, at it and turns away. Yeah. That's when I know how sick he is. Yeah, that's because it's grusling, Katniss. <laughs> Nobody wants to eat up you, homie. <laughs> Nobody wants it. She's like, but it's greasy and it drips all over your face. It's amazing. It's like, Nar. <clears throat> Peta, we need to get some food in you, I insist. It'll just come right back up, he says. The best I can do is get him to drink, to eat a few bits of dried apple. Thanks. I'm much better, really. Can I sleep now, Katniss? He asks. Soon, I promise. I need to look at your leg first. Trying to be as gentle as I can, I remove his boots, his socks, and then very slowly inch his pants off of him. <laughs> I can see the terracotta's sword made in the fabric over his thigh, but it in no way prepares me for what lies underneath. The deep inflamed gash oozing both blood and puss. The swelling of the leg, and worst of all, the smell of festering flesh. You know, that ain't hot. No. No. But he is, because his temperature is probably like 103.6 right now. Yeah. His, his temperature is a radio station. <laughs> 100.3 see. I want to run away, disappear into the woods like I did the, that day they brought the burn victim to our house. Go and hunt while my mom and Prin attend to what I have neither the skill nor the courage to face. But there's no one here but me. I try to capture the calm demeanor my mother assumes when handling particularly bad cases. Pretty awful, huh? Says Peta. He's watching me closely. So-so. I shrug like it's no big deal. You should see some of the people they bring my mother from the mines. Wow, I can't speak. I refrain from saying how I usually clear out the house whenever she's treating anything worse than a cold. Come to think of it, I don't even much like to be around coughing. First thing is to clean it well. I've left on PETA's undershorts because they're not in bad shape and I don't want to pull them over the swollen thigh and, and all right. Maybe the idea of him being a kid makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing about my mother and Prim. Nakedness has no effect on them. Gives them no cause for embarrassment. Ironically, at this point in the games, my little sister would be far more used to PETA than I am. I scoop my square plastic under him so I can wash down the rest of him. Thank God she has the square of plastic. I knew it was going to be helpful. (laughs) With each bottle I pour over him, the worse the wound looks. The rest of his lower body has fared pretty well. Just one tracker jacker sting and a few small burns that I treat quickly. But the gash on his leg, what on earth can I do for that? But listen, amputate. Easy. Well, she can't do that. Why? You think he he has infection right now. You think her chopping up a limb isn't going to cause more? If you chop off They're the, in the infected mud. limb. And then cause more infection at the nub? <laughs> nub. <laughs> Too bad. He'd be lighter to roll around if he only had one leg. The solution is just to let him piggyback the whole time. 
He's gonna be oozing all over That's, you. Whatever. <laughs> She's already got her bare hands on the wounds. Mm-hmm. Why don't we give it some air and then a trail off? And then you'll patch it up, says Peter. He looks almost sorry for me, as if he knows how lost I am. That's right, I say. In the meantime, you eat these. I put a few dried pear halves in his hand and go back in the stream to wash the rest of his clothes. When they're flattened out and drying, I examine the contents of the first aid kit. It's pretty basic stuff. Bandages, fever pills, medicine to calm stomachs. Nothing of the caliber I'll need to treat PETA. Horse tranquilizer. That's <laughs> what she needs. <laughs> Please. We're going to have to experiment some, I admit. I know the tracker jacker leaves draw out infections, so I start with those. Within minutes of pressing the handful of chewed up green stuff onto the wound, Puss begins running down the side of his leg. I tell myself <laughs> the this... The way you keep saying Puss? Puss, dog. <laughs> oh. He got that Puss coming out. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing that. <laughs> I think it's just been twice. Oh. I'll let it slide. It, it was many times. <laughs> Within minutes of pressing the handful of chewed up green stuff into the wound, pus begins <laughs> running down the side of his leg. I tell myself this is a good thing and bite the inside of my cheek hard because my breakfast is threatening to make a reappearance. Katniss, Peta says, I meet his eyes knowing my face must be some shade of green. He mouths the words, how about that kiss? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to vomit in your mouth. <laughs> I burst out laughing because the whole thing is so revolting I can't stand it. Is something wrong? He asks a little too innocently. I, I'm no good at this. I'm not my mother. I have no idea what I'm doing and I hate puss, I say. Yeah. <laughs> I allow myself to let out a groan as I rinse away the first round of leaves and apply the second. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like she's in fucking, what is that, auction show? Uh, it's because it's spelled E-U-U-U-U-H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that show? Storage Wars. And they're buying the storage units and that one guy where I was just going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you hunt, he asks. Trust me, killing things is much easier than this, I said. Although, for all I know, I'm killing you. Can you speed it up a little, he asks. No, shut up and eat your pears, I say. After three applications and what seems like a bucket of pus, the wound does not look better. Now that the swelling has gone down, I can see how deep Kato's sword cut, right down to the bone. Oh, what's next, Dr. Everdeen? I love that he's just straight chilling. She's literally treating his bone right now he's He's such a good patient you just staying calm when you have a severe injury is just it makes everything way better yeah when um i snapped my leg um my one friend was just cracking wheelchair basketball jokes (laughs) (laughs) she got an email and she was like are you gonna join and like it's so much easier to laugh through it so like i'm i'm loving what pita's serving here you do love a calm reaction it's just funny yeah Homie's gonna die, but it's I mean, fine. he's probably, I mean, he's been suffering for so long. He's probably just so happy to have someone to talk to. For real. He's probably. like, finally, I've been having to riz the boulders. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been practicing my moves on the boulders. <laughs> he's been dreaming of when Katniss would come and, like, running through all the scenarios. He's like, okay, if she steps on me, I'll say this. I'm gonna hit her with the eyes first. <laughs> and the mouth. <laughs> yeah. My break teeth. Maybe I'll put some of the burn ointment on it. I think it helps with infection anyway. And wrap it up, I say. I do, and the whole thing seems a lot more manageable, covered in a clean white cotton. Although against the sterile bandage, the hem of his undershorts looks filthy and teeming with contagion. <laughs> That's her undershorts? It's yeah, really just say funny. it's his undies. Uh, <laughs> I pull out Rue's backpack. Here, cover yourself with this and I'll wash your shorts. 
Oh, I don't care if you see me, says Peta. <laughs> You're just like the rest of my family, I say. I care, all right? I turn my back and look at the stream until the undershorts splash into the current. He must be feeling a bit better if he can throw. You know, you're kind of squeamish for such a lethal person, says Peta, as I beat the shorts clean between all the rocks. <laughs> beat the shorts clean. <laughs> She's angry. Just huffing and puffing because he's naked. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd let you give Hamish a shower after all. What? Hamish was, like, drunk and I think, like, soiled himself or something oh, earlier. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I wrinkle, Sloppy drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrinkle my nose at the memory. What's he sent you so far? Not a thing, says Peta. Then there's a pause as it hits him. Why? Did you get something? Burn medicine, I say almost sheepishly. Oh, and some bread. I always knew you were his favorite, says Peta. Peta's like, oh, I have a wound down to the bone. <laughs> oh, cool, but you got bread? Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. Great. Please, he can't stand being in the same room with me, I say. Because you're just alike, mutters Peta. I ignore it though, because this isn't really the time for me to be insulting Hamish, which is my first impulse. I let Peta doze off while his clothes dry out, and by late afternoon, I don't dare wait any longer. I gently shake his shoulder. Peta, we've got to go now. Go? He seems confused. Go where? Away from here. Downstream, maybe. Somewhere we can hide you until you're stronger, I say. I let him dress, leaving his feet bare so we can walk in the water and you pull him up right. <laughs> okay, alright. Feet bare. Everyone relax. <laughs> His face strains of color the moment he puts weight on his leg. Come on, you can do this. But he can't. Not for long, anyway. We make it about 50 yards downstream, with him propped up on my shoulder, and I can tell he's going to black out. I sit him on the bank, push his head between his knees, and pat his back awkwardly as I survey the area. For being like, All right, buddy. Patting his back. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd love to get him up in a tree, but that's not going to happen. It could be worse, though. Some of the rocks form small cave-like structures. I set my sights on one about 20 yards above the stream. When Peter's able to stand, I half-guide, half-carry him up to the cave. Really, I'd like to look around for a better place, but this one will have to do because my ally is shot. Paper white, panting, and even though it's just cooling off, he's shivering. I cover the floor of the cave with a layer of pine needles and roll my sleeping bag and tuck him into it. <laughs> I get a couple of pills and some water to him when he's not noticing, but he refuses to even eat the fruit. Then he just lies there, his eyes trained on my face as, a, as I build a sort of blind out of vines to conceal the mouth of the cave. The result is unsatisfactory. An animal might not question it, but a human would see hands had manufactured it quickly enough. I tear it down in frustration. Katniss, he says. I go over to him and brush the hair back from his eyes. Thanks for finding me. You would have found me if you could, I say. His forehead's burning up, like the medicine's having no effect at all. Suddenly, out of nowhere, I'm scared he's going to die. Yes. Look, if I don't make it back, he begins. Don't talk like that. I didn't drain all that pus for nothing, I say. (laughs) Pus. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but in just in case I don't, he tries to continue. No, Peta, I don't even want to discuss it. I say, placing my fingers on his lips to keep him quiet. But I, <laughs> he insists. It's like this. <laughs> Impulsively, I lean forward and kiss him, stopping his words. This is probably overdue anyway, since he's right. We are supposed to be madly in love. It's the first time I've ever kissed a boy, which should make some sort of impression, I guess. But all I can register is how unnaturally hot his lips are from the fever. I break away and pull the edge of the sleeping bag up around him. You're not going to die. I forbid it. All right? All right, he whispers. I step out in the cold evening air 
just as the parachute floats down from the sky. My fingers quickly undo the tie, hoping for some real medicine to treat Peta's leg. Instead, I find a pot of hot broth. Hamish couldn't be sending me a clearer message. One kiss equals one pot of broth. I can almost... <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basic math. It's Algebra 101. <laughs> one kiss, one broth. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I can almost hear his snarl. You're supposed to be in love, sweetheart. The boy's dying. Give me something I could work with. <laughs> she takes off all her clothes. <laughs> He's like, whoa! <laughs> I mean, there's something to work with. <laughs> yeah, feast <laughs> drops from the sky. Please. They've been trying to get her on Hunger Games X. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. <laughs> and he's right. If I want to keep Peta alive, I've got to give the audience something more to care about. Star-crossed lovers desperate to get home together. Two beats, two hearts beating as one. Romance. Never having been in love, this is going to be a real trick. I think of my parents. The way my father never failed to bring her gifts from the woods. The way my mother's face would light up at the sound of his boots at the door. The way she almost stopped living when he died. Oh. Peta, I say trying for the special tone that my mother used only for my father. He's dozed off again, but I kiss him awake, which seems to startle him. Then he smiles as... <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking jarring. <laughs> this person that you kissed once for <laughs> show. making out with you. And then you're asleep and you're like... Huh? Then he smiles as if he'd be happy to lie there gazing at me forever. He's uh. great at that stuff. I hold up the pot. Peta, look what Hamish has sent you. That's it? That's it. Is there a page ripped out or something? Nar. It's a weird way to end a chapter. Yeah, it it was kind of a weird one. Just to be like, broth. 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 I think it was because so much is about to go down that yeah. they were like, we need to just cut this off. I can't believe we ended up with a little love-themed episode. It's right in time for Valentine's Day. Yes, and right before Valentine's. I and hope Valentine's that you Day. and your sweetheart get to... You know, remove pus from each other's legs. Share broth. Share Not broth. soup. Broth. No. Yeah. Break bread. No. Share broth. Do mud carving. Yeah. Um, you could camouflage yourself and smile at each other. Just it's the most romantic thing. Kiss, uh, wake each other up by making out with each other. Uh-huh. Um, you could beat his shorts clean in the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, his undershorts. His under, yeah, his undershorts. Right. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. We I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. So glad to have Peta back on the squad. He's <laughs> really adding the charisma, the rizma. All the muzz. All the muzz. Um, you know where there's a lot of charismas. <laughs> where? You know where there's nobody eyes out in the mud. Where? Over on our Instagram, <laughs> at YYTK Pod. Yeah, right, right. And perhaps on TikTok, at YYTK Pod. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know I said no mud eyes. Maybe there will be mud eyes. There will be mud eyes. <laughs> so get ready for that, actually. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah. You're our Valentine. Yeah. And for that, you get a little goodbye kiss. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Mwah. 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 <laughs>